we welcome you now to a true church perspective with Pastor G. Craig Lewis. Because folks are going crazy. I talked to so many crazy people this week. Just gone, gone crazy. I'm like, man, when was the last time you did what God, is God telling you to do? Is he telling you to do that? Is he telling? Well, no, I mean, God ain't telling me, but man, what else I'm supposed to do? You're supposed to do what God says. You don't, uh, did God tell you to leave your wife, bro? No. Did he tell you to abandon your home? No. Did he tell you to quit your job? No. Because you quit your job, you're going to need some money. And you're going to be whack. Then you're going to come in here and hear me talking about men being whack, and you're going to think I'm talking about you. Then you're going to go out, call some people and say, yeah, well, pastor, you know, I mean, I used to, he, he, he used to be okay, but then he did. Because you did, you stepped in, the, the fire was over there, and you stepped in, in it. But when you had a job and you had money, everything was cool. You were heroes, heroes. <laughs> Man, pastor, be, he be spitting, spitting, just spitting, throwing up spitting. He be just pop on pass and be just spe- oh, 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 oh. That's how they do. Come to hero, oh, pass. Oh, man, man, you, no, oh, give me some. Ah. Then the issues start. Lose your job. Don't have no money. Do something dumb, whatever. And then I start preaching. Then I get the email, Pastor. You didn't have to call me out like that. I thought we was cool. I can't. Go up to him. I can't. I can't. <laughs> ain't no more. No more. Uh, Pastor, you be dogging the single man out every Sunday. And I, I used to sit up in the front. Now I sit in the karate studio. <laughs> it's like, that's because you, you ain't done nothing any different. I haven't changed. Have I changed? You haven't done anything different. So you got to keep scooting back and back and back. You're going to be at Reggio's Tires in a few Sundays. Because <laughs> you got clown because I'm talking about you not getting. Man, why don't you do something different? See, that's the thing. And they get mad at me. And the first thing I always ask someone is, have I changed? Have I changed? Your circumstances changed. And they be with me for years sometimes. And because their circumstances change, it's because they allow their cares to build up. But you know what the real problem is? Faithlessness. You can pull up this document at adamantbeliever.com forward slash cares5.pdf. Okay? And you can always subscribe to, go to our website and subscribe to the podcast. These will pop in your phone as soon as they are released. Whether you're on iOS or Google Play, whatever, it'll pop up in your phone as soon as I release them, as soon as they're edited each week, so you can get them that way as well. Because sometimes it's good to go all the way back and find something that's relevant to what you're going through. Amen? That's what I do. Amen. Casting our cares on God requires faith in him and what? And what? To cast your cares on God, you have to have faith in him and you have to trust him. Psalms 112 and 7. He shall not be afraid of evil tidings. His heart is what? Fixed. 
trusting in the Lord. Now, let's just break this down because this makes a lot of sense. Your heart is fixed trusting the Lord, so you're not afraid of bad news. That's what it says. Bad news doesn't scare you. You can get bad news, and because you trust in the Lord, your heart is fixed. So I'm not going to quit on Jesus over some bad news. Right? I'm not going to quit on my family over some bad news. Amen? I don't know. There's nothing my wife can come tell me that's going to make me quit on her. Nothing. It's, we going to have to, did it happen in this realm? Then we're going to work it out. Now, if it happens somewhere in another dimension, I don't know if I can do that. But if it happened in this realm, it's workable. We're going to work it out. Amen? Same with me. I come to, Because bad news ain't going to stop me from trusting the Lord. I'm going to stay with her. And here's the thing I don't understand. I mean, when you leave somebody... Now you've compounded the issue. If it was bad while you was with somebody, when you by yourself, it's going to be worse because all you're going to do is think about them. And what you would have done had you... Then you see them with somebody else and now you got knives in your eyes. Because I left her and some dude done picked up the pieces? <laughs> Them's is my pieces. <laughs> Bruh! What? And women are way more territorial than men. You dump that dude and some girl get him and clean him up. Because that's what she going to do. She going to pick up the pieces and arrange them pieces like you ain't seen before. You going to look and you going to be like, oh my goodness. <laughs> he looking like he looked on the prom picture. <laughs> she done cleaned him. That's what they going to do. Man, life is going to go on and you're going to be sitting there looking crazy. I, man, you might as well stay with them and work it, work it out. Because it's still you. So all the issues still come with you. You done put 10, 15 years in a marriage. You know what it's going to feel like when you step out of that? All that you have invested, all that you, look at folks hugging, they, they, that, that, that's what you do, Jay. Jay just put his hands around his woman like, yes, yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right, but it is right. You're going to let the devil come lure you out of there after all you've, look at your, you have children that look like both of y'all. That'll never change. That's your investment. You've invested years and years sowing into it. And the devil comes and you start contemplating it because somebody in your life is talking to you. The devil sent them. Casting our cares on God requires faith and trusting in him. Look at somebody say, stay together. Man, I'm not, I would never put people in here on blast, but some folks had to divorce and different things, you know, back in, when they didn't have the knowledge or the understanding or whatever, and they've been through that. They go, man, they would have a word for you. Be like, will you get somewhere and sit down and quit listening to the devil and love the one you're with and be with the one you love? 
And if you don't love them, no woe, still be with them. Because you loved them once, so you're going to love them again. Don't make no decision based on how you feeling. It's impossible to cast your cares on him while worrying about them at the same time. You are a hypocrite. You cannot cast your cares on the Lord and worry about them at the same time. John 14 and 1. Let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God. What? Believe also. How? In me. Y'all, I'm talking about this because almost every call this week, that's what I got. Every call is somebody trying to abandon their husband or their wife. In one week. I'm telling you, by Wednesday, man, folks, I mean, and they, they email you with their side of the story. I'm like, I don't want to hear your side of the story. You're on the internet watching somebody else's relationship. Or you're on the phone with the devil, somebody trying to leave their relationship. Are you kidding me? Just bake. Bake. Tell the brothers, man, won't you exercise? If you go exercise, you won't have all that negative energy. Man, lift some weights. Jog around the block and shut up. John 14, 1. Let not your heart be what? Let not your heart be what? Let not. Don't let your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also what? Believe that Christ is going to fix it. Don't worry. You can't cast your cares on him and worry. Because if you keep the cares, devil's going to come. Devil is something else, isn't he? Devil will have you, and I'm sorry I'm on this marriage stuff. That's why I can't even get on the single brothers. Y'all lucked out today. <laughs> but the devil is powerful enough to make you stop liking the way your spouse look, even though you married him. Yeah, you married him. You did. Had children. And now all of a sudden, it's the devil. It's the devil. I'm serious. You don't need counseling. It's the devil. So you know what you do? You pray and say, Lord, whatever this feeling is that's making me not attractive to him, make me feel like I don't love him, whatever this feeling is, God, take it away. Because I know it's not from you. Because you said love is kind. Love is not puffed up. Love is long-suffering. It's gentle. It's good. It beareth all, believeth all, hopeth all, and endureth all. So this can't be you, God. It can't be. It can't. If I'm not ready to endure it all, it can't be God. It's the devil. And I need you to take these demonic feelings away. They're going to get me and my family in trouble. Letting go and letting God means that you believe that he can what? Letting go, we say that, you better just let go and let God. No, you can't do that if you don't believe he can handle it. Hebrews 11 and 8, without faith it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must first what? You must believe that he is. He's what? Able. And he is a rewarder of them that what? So you, you mean to tell me that you're about to make a move without diligently seeking him? 
So you, you're about to leave your spouse without diligently seeking God? You're about to make a decision without seeing what God thinks? I mean, it's just the way I feel right now. So you're going to make a decision based on how you feel right now? What happened when you feel better? I'll tell you what happened when you feel better. They're going to be happy with somebody else. They're going to be on the swings with your kids. So now you got to use the kids to get back at him. Mess their lives up because you're trying to pay him back. And all you had to do was not make a decision on how you felt right then. Diligently seek him because he said he is a what? A rewarder of them that what? Faith is crucial if we are to cast our cares and lighten the load we are carrying. Okay? Y'all pay attention to what I'm telling you in this message. Faith moves God to work on our behalf. So it's crucial if we're going to cast our cares and lighten the load. You have to have faith in him so you can give him some stuff to lighten the load so you don't make the make decisions based on things being too heavy. Amen? Just imagine somebody holding something and people keep stacking things on top and it's very heavy and they don't know what to do with it. It's too heavy. So they look around and there's a little table. They say, well, I'm going to set it on this table. It's probably going to destroy the table, but I'm a, I'm a, I have to set it there anyway because I got to let it go. And then they crush the table when all you have to do was manage how much was on there and you wouldn't have to destroy something. That's how we're doing in our lives. We can, you, you're making decisions based on it being too heavy. Those decisions are going to hurt something. They're going to destroy something. You keep it light, you can make better decisions. So you have to have the faith to give some of it to God. You see what I'm saying? You make decisions when it's just everything is, oh, Lord, I got this going on, this going on. This. Well, why didn't you deal with that? Why didn't you? De- Man, why didn't you wait? Like I told you, I had a dude just walk up to me right before service and say, hey, hey man, uh, I won't be back. I just won't be coming back. And I'm like, brother, why didn't you talk to me? Like week two. And then say something week three. Why did you wait until it piled up to that point? Now you done snatched your family out of here. You see what I'm saying? It didn't even have to be that way. Oh, and I, told, I told a man. I told a man in Heroes, and I still feel like this. Y'all seen that movie, The Apostle? This is how I'm going to be. I'm going to take somebody out in the field, and we're going to be brawling. And we're just going to fight the next time somebody come tell me all the feelings that they have been having about me for all these years. That makes me want to fight. I've been feeling this kind of way for some time now. I mean, I've been feeling like this for a while. Why didn't you talk to me? Yeah, I should have done that. I should have done. Don't let it build up. Look, somebody say, don't let it build up. Don't let it build up. Don't come telling me what you've been feeling. And this is the thing I hate. This makes me want to scratch your eyes out and cut you with a samurai sword. When they say, and I'm not the only one. I mean, you know, people, people, people been saying the same thing. People been saying, people been saying, people, people. 
I mean, what are you, you have an organization that gathers the people together. I mean, I, what? You're polling. You get your time to sign this. You got a clipboard before service. Y'all feel like this is my path right there. Just, just, just circle it. How do you know people been talking? Because you've been talking to people. You just told me that you a snitch. Snitches get stitches. I'm about ready to. I, man, can Lord let me fight him? Lord, let me. Jesus, God, can I have one? Just let me fight him. You gonna come tell me that you've been talking to folks about me? Like this is a big playground. These are lives, man. Souls. People moved down here, got away from foolishness, came here to try to get things right, and you walking around what? Man, you're going to let the devil use you like that? Really? Is it that easy for him? Faith moves God to work on our behalf. And it's faithless people that do that. See, they don't believe God, so they don't get progress. When they don't progress and they see others progress, they got to hate on them. They see the pastor progressing, they show enough going to hate on them. Hating on the pastor because they won't do better. I kept people, I always keep people in my life that's doing good. Doing good, man. I want to be like you. I want to be, I'm not going to hate on you because you're doing good. Always finding something wrong. Romans 1 and 17. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from what? Faith to faith that is as written, the just shall live by what? Growth. Faith to faith. Growth. You're growing. If you don't have faith, you won't grow. If you don't grow, you're going to tear people down to try to keep them where you are. Hating on them. People trying to love the Lord in here. People in here are trying to love the Lord and save their children. And you running your mouth about something because you didn't do what you should have done. You didn't cast your cares. You let them get too heavy. And now there's something wrong with us. When we do not grow in faith, we will grow in worry. Doesn't that make sense? When we don't grow in faith, we're going to grow in worry. Lacking faith in God will cause us to be weighed down and spiritually what? James says, let him ask. If you're going to ask for anything, let him ask how? In faith. Nothing what? For he that wavereth is like a wave of the sea, driven with the wind and what? We will eventually turn our backs on God's plan when we continue to multiply care. So when you let it build up, you'll forfeit it all. You'll turn your back on what you know to do is right. You'll turn your back on it because things are too heavy. I might as well just go on and do the fool. Because you feel like a fool. You feel like a fool because you've let stuff pile up. You didn't operate in faith. You ignore. You heard these messages every Sunday and you didn't do nothing. You didn't do anything. It takes about two years sometimes. About three years really. Three years of you sitting in here not doing anything different. Then you get the three-year blues. The three-year blues is everybody is doing better but you. 
Now there's something wrong with everybody. Now there's something wrong with me. Had a brother fail his CHL gun class and then start finding something wrong with guns in the church. Christians having guns because he failed a class. If you had passed the class, bro, you'd be shooting off the gun when you got happy in church like uh, the Yosemite Sam. <laughs> oh, God is good in here. Pop, pop, pop. But. <laughs> But you failed. He failed a test. Now he, he went and Googled the dangers of guns. Started a no-gun ministry. Then left ABC. This is a true. It's a true story. Left ABC. Then got on the internet. You know, they always get on the internet. I said, you know, A.B., now Pastor G.K., he teach, now he teach truth. That's what they always, he teach truth, but he no church that have all them guns in there. Them guns, now that's going, that's, that, that's why I have to draw the line for me and my family. Feelings hurt because you can't shoot. <laughs> Got embarrassed because a lady was in there shooting and she hit all the, all the bullseyes. And you got up there and you scared of, you can't shoot a gun you scared of. And left the church. Left. Just left. Yeah, but they cool with it until then. They're cool. I mean, they love this church. After about, there's no progression. You don't progress. You don't apply the stuff that's being preached. You start feeling some kind of way. Things start looking different, so you go try to find that one friend that will talk against the ministry with you and have the problem you have. You start searching for them. Have a good old time. You don't even understand you changing your children's lives forever. We will eventually turn our back on God's plan. God's plan. How are you going to turn your back on God's plan and he made you? When a believer lacks faith, he will compromise what he once stood for. Luke 8 and 13. Uh, Jesus was given the parable of the word coming out and he said some of it fell on rocks. The word fell on rocks. He said those where the word fell on rocks, they are they which when they hear, they receive the word with joy. That's my church. Oh, oh. When PJ get the singing, woo. Mm, mm. Oh. I love ABC. Oh, it's the, the oh, it's the lick. It's the bomb. It's the lick. It's the bomb. The church is just the, oh, it's the bomb. Pastor be, oh, he be going in. They receive it with joy. But guess what? It didn't take no root. If it took root, it would grow in you. Ain't nothing growing. So you just, oh, hey, man, trying to hang with the dudes, trying to hang with the women, and all the people that he wants. Not taking any root. Bob said these have no root. Which for a while they believe. They adamant believers for a while. Then they just become adamant believe. Then they just become adamant be. Then it's just Adam. Then it's just A. Didn't have no root. So they believe for a while. And in the time of temptation, when things get tough, when things get hard, what do they do? They fall away. Because they have demons. 
You're supposed to have the Holy Spirit, but the Holy Spirit is going to make you do stuff from the Spirit. You're going to have love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness. Love, you're going to love. Joy, you're going to have joy, but it's going to be real. Peace ain't going to be a bunch of fighting and junk going on, turmoil. Long-suffering means you're going to endure to the end. Gentleness, don't keep your mouth off, folks. Goodness, you got to do good things. Not going to be treating people bad. Faith, you're going to believe. Meekness, you're going to be meek. Temperance, you're going to have some self-control. 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 Amen. But they don't have that spirit. They have those other ones that's in Galatians 5. Works of the flesh. They want to do what the flesh wants to do. They worried about what people think. Worried about what people going to say. How they feel. Works of the flesh. So they can't believe. They can't take root in that. You can't put truth in that. It won't grow. God allows our faith to be tried in order to fortify us and make us what? Patient and what? <laughs> That's what the test. How many of you going through a test? Seriously, you're going through a test. I'm going through a test. I am right now. Test. Test me to see if I'm going to quit. I'm not going to quit. Oh, but I want to sometimes. Because folks are crazy. So it's a test. The devil just try to push your buttons. Y'all know when I start working on one of these messages. Man, you got to fortify yourself. So God is going to allow your faith to be tried, to fortify you, make you strong, make us patient, and make us endure. Endure the test. Get to the other side of the test. Turn around and wave at the test. Say, you know what? I made it. James 1 and 3, knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh what? Worketh what? patience those that endure the test and trials are what strengthened and they are able to trust in God for more and more as they mature so you're going through this test on this level so you can get to the next one pass this test you don't have to take it no more you don't have to take it anymore hey man, man back in the day I used to get Tried and tested with record deals and money. And I, I don't have to take those tests no more. The devil know that's not going to work now. I don't know. I passed those tests. James 1 and 4. But let patience have her what? Perfect work. That ye may be perfect and entire what? That's the goal. Wanting nothing. Wanting nothing. Wanting nothing. Folks getting divorced over houses and cars and money. Money. But when we are not committed to a fellowship, surrounded by like-minded believers or receiving wise counsel, then our faith will what? It'll eventually fail under pressure. Receiving wise counsel, 
You know, receiving wise counsel means that you're not talking to somebody dumb as you. <laughs> that wouldn't be wise counsel. Somebody's home is towed down and they're telling you what you ought to do. Oh, oh that's so foolish. That's so foolish. Why? That's not wise counsel. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the what? People doing it opposite of God. That's your counsel? That's who you talk to? That's your buddy? That's your homie? That's the one you picked out of all the people in the church. You picked the one with the worst marriage to be friends with. Man, will you get you a strong dude to be around sometimes? And I'm not talking about admonishing somebody and trying to help somebody. I'm talking about that's, that's who you hang out with all the time. Come on, y'all. You can do better than that. Challenge yourself. Amen? You didn't want to play on a team when you was in school and, and they celebrated losing all the time. It ain't about winning. It's how we play the game. No, it's not. Tell them, Bryce. It's about winning. They want to keep getting pushed around the field. That's all right, y'all. They smiling. Losing, smiling. Dude, you better be somewhere mad punching the wall or something. You lost. I don't like the way they do these kids now. Oh, we don't want to hurt his esteem. So it's okay. Dude, you lost. Cry. Cry because you lost. Cry. You should cry. I'm crying. Because you lost. You didn't win. <laughs> Man, that's so rough. But that's the truth. They need to know the reality of losing. Right? If you can't handle winning and losing, guess what you need to do? Get in the band. Boy, you better get a trumpet. Why are you on the football field? My band director, I'll never forget, boy. Because I was such a hellion in the eighth grade. That the dude at the eighth grade band, the lady, she told me, she said, I'm going to call the school and I'm going to make sure you don't get in the, you aren't able to get in the band when you go to school, uh, when you go to high school. I said, okay, I don't care, whatever, whatever. So I got in high school and it was time for t football tryouts. So I went down there, you know, getting, getting sized up for my pads. Now you got to understand, when I was in the ninth grade, I was Jonathan's size now. <laughs> that, that's what I look like. So I'm down there getting pads and on the field. What's up, man? What's up? What, what's up? What's up? And I look and they say, look, y'all are the band director. It's Mr. Watts, you know. And he come down the field because he walked like this. He walked all the way from the band hall all the way down to the field. And he said, Lewis. So he said, take them pads off and get up here and get in this band. Because <laughs> he knew I was going to cause them to lose. I'm a musician. What was I doing out there? I didn't belong. It would have been many nights of me crying because I couldn't do it. I can't take a hit. I can't take a hit. Why was I down there? And I, just, and I was, I was low-key glad, too, when he came. It was a, he was an angel from heaven. Because we hadn't started hitting or nothing yet. So I was like, oh. <laughs> Here I come. Here I come. It was a mistake. It was a, just a horrible mistake. I know my place. I know my gifts and callings. Amen. You see where I am. But these children, they need to know the reality of winning or losing or take them off the field if they can't handle it. Because there's going to be wins and losses.
If, you don't, if you're not surrounded by like-minded believers or receiving wise counsel, then our faith will eventually fall un, fail under pressure of the trials or the cares will overwhelm us. So when they pile up, they'll overwhelm us and make us do weird things. I've watched people in my life, in my personal life, I've watched them do stuff you could not have told me, you could not have bet me any money that their minds would have snapped like this and they would have just walked away from the faith. Just went crazy. I, I, I don't understand. I can't. I, and it's happening all over the country, all over the world. People emailing me. I'm talking about pastors. Pastors. Emailing. Hey, man, you know, this black stuff is real. Jesus, uh, Jesus is really black. And this, I, are you, you've gone crazy, man. Listen to what you're saying. Yeah. And the reason why we're not reaching people is because, you know, pushing Jesus. You got, you got to stop pushing Jesus. So we're going to, you know, you, 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 I mean, it's good, positive, good to be positive and stuff. But you don't want to push Jesus first. All I know is Jesus Christ and him crucified. What are you talking about? They're going crazy because these CERN demons are getting them. Because there's only one way to protect you from them. You know, you know how you are protected from them? Committed to a fellowship. The Bible said the pastor watches for your soul. That's watches for your soul. There's no soul watcher outside of the office of the pastor. That's the only time it was mentioned. He watches for your souls. Committed to a fellowship surrounded by what? If you're not surrounded by like-minded believers or receiving wise counsel, you're going to go crazy. You're going to do something crazy. And do you know you can be in the fellowship and refuse wise counsel? Because everybody you talk to is dumb as you. Why have you talked to the, uh, 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 my wife about it? Well, no, nah, no, nah, I don't want to bother her. She be, well, well you, you don't mind bothering some fools. You be bothering the witches. You can't bother the woman that could give you some sound advice. You don't have a problem calling the, 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 the ratchet. You got time to go to the movies and hang out and everything with ratchet. Can't call somebody that's going to give you godly advice. You don't want to call them. You're looking for dumb. The care is going to overwhelm you and you're going to be this woman right here. I, I can't. I can't do it no more because you're not taking advantage of the situation God put you in. You're carrying all your cares. Can I keep preaching? Colossians 3 and, 3 and 16. Let the word of God dwell in you richly in what? All wisdom, teaching and admonishing who? In Psalms and hymns, spiritual songs, this sounds like a fellowship with grace in your hearts to the Lord. Amen. Oh, this is some rich word right here. Summary. Many Christians today have undeveloped faith just as a child requires natural nourishment testing and guidance to grow and mature. Likewise, believers need spiritual nourishment, tests and trials, and counsel to develop properly. We need fellowship with like-minded believers and pastoral teachings to do what? Build our faith. Faith come by hearing and hearing what? Hearing the word. Faith comes. You in here hearing this message, 
supercharging your faith right now. It's like you plugged in and you're going to have more faith when you leave. Yeah, this faith is needed to keep our cares from what? So we come hear the word, get the word, fellowship and everything, builds our faith. This faith comes to give us the ability to get rid of some of these cares so that they don't get too heavy. When we are weighed down, we're what? Ineffective to God and to our families. But when we lack faith to do the things that are required for of us, our cares are what? Compounded, which makes matters what? Worse. This causes many to do what? Give up on what God has called them to do. They give up because the cares are compounded. But the cares are compounded because you keep causing them. No fellowship. No like-minded believers. No wise counsel. When cares are too heavy and our way gets too hard, we must have what? Faith. Faith that God is there and that he can do what is required in the time of trouble. This faith comes when we are fully developed by our commitment to God's word and the fellowship of like-minded believers. The word that we receive from our church, the admonishment we receive from our brethren, and the encouragement we receive from watching examples in our lives builds our faith and confidence so that we can release our cares and carry the burden that God intended. God, yeah, God intended for you to carry a burden, but listen to this. His load is what? Light and will not break us. And that's how God is. I mean, come on, God's, God is training you and making you better, but he's not going to put nothing on you to break you. He needs you. He wants you. He don't want to destroy you. If we trust in him, we can do it. And we will what? Overcome when we have the faith to cast our cares on the Lord. First Peter 1 and 3, blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, which according to his abundant mercy has begotten us again unto a lively hope by the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. Say it, Peter. To an inheritance incorruptible and undefiled that fadeth not away reserved in heaven for you. Who are kept, listen to this, we are kept by what? We are all of these beautiful things he said, but he said, you could, see, he, named, he, he read all these wonderful things about us, man, the uncorruptible, undefiled, oh, we're going to be this, that, this. But you have to be preserved and kept to get there. What keeps us? Who are kept by what? The power of God. But how? <sighs> Faith unto salvation ready to be revealed in the last time. Wherein ye greatly rejoice, though now for a season, if need be, ye are in heaviness through manifold temptations. If need be, you're going to have to go through these things. That the trial of your faith being much more precious than of gold that perisheth. Though it be tried with fire, might be found unto praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ. Go through it, but have faith, endure it. 
come out the other side so you can be ready for the appearing of Jesus Christ. Amen. You've been listening to A True Church Perspective from G. Craig Lewis, founder of EX Ministries and pastor of Adamant Believers Council in Grand Prairie, Texas. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to be a financial blessing to us, please send your donation to EX Ministries, P.O. Box 24870, Fort Worth, Texas, 76124, or donate online at www.exministries.com.